Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right. Um, jumping aboard in studio, uh, courtesy of our friends at Brent Ridge Ford, where Uncle Milt tells us advertising on Oilers now works. The phone's been ringing, but they're still in need of quality used vehicles. Prepare to pay top dollar for trades uh, in or on outright purchases. Remember, Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin is a 12-time President's Award winner for customer satisfaction for a reason. If you want to be treated fairly with every aspect of your vehicle purchase and ownership, call Johnny, Rich, Uncle Milt, and the team at Brent Ridge Ford. 780-352-6048. And we welcome aboard are Oilers now headliner today. You're a headliner. Wow. Wow. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Trent Wilhawk and the staff at Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. He is the uh, one of the two play-by-play voices of the Edmonton Oilers. What did you do this year? 69 games with me? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I got up to 69 this season. Cam Moon, Moon, how are you? Mooner, how are you doing? Doing very well. Yeah. Very well. Looking forward to that game tonight, too. Yeah. Uh, so I know you read, we were just talking yeah. about the software. You read the piece uh, written uh, by Dom, can't pronounce his last name. I think it's Lucician, is how you pronounce it. Uh, I think you're right. From The Athletic. And basically, he didn't pull any punches. He said Vegas has been the luckiest team five on five in Stanley Cup history over like the last 25 years, and it's not even close. They've scored more goals five on five than you normally would. They're they're at a higher shooting percentage, way higher, way higher, and they're again. I've got a little issue with saves above expected because it doesn't take in account where players are on the ice. So right. take that for what it's worth. But let's just say their save percentage is higher than expected. Expected. So. They've got a lot of things going their way. It's been going their way so far. Is that going to continue? I mean, I, we'll find out tonight, but they've they've had it. They're winning yeah. the series. That's yeah, crazy. I know they're winning the series. And the other thing they can do is Florida has physically pounded. Florida, you know, brought it against Boston. Yeah. They, they pounded the Leafs. They pounded Carolina. Well, Kelly McCrimmon teams tend to be able to punch you in the face back, <laughs> and this team from Vegas can. So they're yeah. a difficult team to kind of go out there and pound. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not going to take a step backwards. Right, they're just not. That's that's the way they're constructed. There's always some. There's a lot of jam in that lineup. At the end of the day, the Florida Panthers are playing Mark Stahl in their second pairing. Yeah, I can 100 percent guarantee you. Figure it out that they were prepared to trade Radko Gudis 
uh, at the trade deadline. They're on the outside looking in. Let's not forget, they finished 17th in the league. The Calgary Flames finished ahead of the Florida Panthers in the regular season. Florida, now, Florida did lead the league last year in points yep. and in goals for. So maybe this, like, when, when we played them, it was like, did they screw up here? They traded a number one away to get Sherratt. They traded a number one and Tippett, uh, Owen Tippett, to Philadelphia for Giroux. Then they traded a number one in the deal for Kachuk. Well, now Kachuk's obviously a finalist for the Hart Trophy this year. He's probably going to be a finalist uh, for the Conn Smythe as well. It shows you how things can change. Does it yeah. change? Does it make it knowing that it, it appears as though Vegas is going to win the Stanley Cup? Mm-hmm. Does it add to? Should it add to bitterness for fans in oil country and the Oilers players? Or conversely, should you sit there and look? I, I guess it depends on how you look at life and go. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's, we could have won this thing. Yeah, this year. that's exactly it. No, it is how you look at it. it I would like to think, and I'm going to look at it glass half full, that the Oilers are not far away, and I don't think they are far away. Uh, something and give and give Vegas credit; they went out, they won the series, they deserve to win the series, and, and I will tell you, they deserve to win the series. But the Oilers were right there, and a couple things dropped the other way. We could be talking about the Oilers playing Florida right now. All right, uh, from Coach Donna says the orders were five minutes away from beating the lucky Vegas Golden Knights in the series. It's all about timely uh, timing. Timely refs calls benefiting Vegas, causing momentum swings. Costly timely defensive breakdowns for the orders, including uh, goaltender uh, not making timely, uh, timely saves. Orders more effective with all four lines rolling, hard to do with timely undisciplined penalties and timely puck luck for the Vegas Golden Knights. I don't think you can really disagree with anything that she said there. No. Can you? Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, I know Connor and Leon have to be uh, cheesed off. I'm using a euphemism for the word that you (laughs) use. Knowing how close they were, uh, bigger driver than Colorado lost for the Edmonton Oilers. Well, I mean, look, Colorado was just better than Edmonton last year. They were. They were better. I don't think we... I mean, the Oilers didn't get a win against Colorado. They won two games going away against the Vegas Golden Knights. So Yeah, like that, and that, that shows you how, how close they are. It's, if And again, you can say if this happens, if that happens, you talk about penalties and, and, and killing off penalties or, or power plays or goaltending or all those things. It's all part of it. That's all part of it. You just... They're they're right there. I mean, there's going to be a few tweaks uh, roster wise, but that's going to be every team. Every team's going to make some changes, so uh, we'll see how that shakes out. But they're they're really close. Hannon has texted us to say, "Hey Bob, what's your favorite Connor McDavid goal of all time?" Well, for me, it's easy. The overtime goal against Calgary last year. That's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, well, well it it's a pretty it. good goal. I mean, the, the goal against the Rangers was nice. The oh, one, yeah, the, the one that he scored against Dallas, where he tucked it uh, between his it, between his legs and tight on it. That was a nice goal. But for me, the, my favorite McDavid goal of all time was the overtime winner against the Calgary yeah. Flames. The texter goes on to say, "I really like your stats that you share. If the Oilers had had the same amount of bounces as Vegas, we would be in the final." See, I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if it just came down to bounces. I know Vegas has got has had incredible puck luck in the playoffs, but I don't know if Edmonton wins. Like, 
If the bounces were even in Game Five and Game Six, maybe we have a Game Seven. But the Oilers needed to play better too. Game. Yeah, no, that's and that's fair. They had to play better and and at times, you know, maybe even a little smarter in some instances. And and but that's that's part of what the playoffs is. It's being able to do that in a crunch situation when you're up against a really good opponent, of which the the Vegas Golden Knights clearly are. So. When they put the pressure on you, can you deal with that pressure? And the Oilers were close, but they weren't quite there. All right. Uh, a team that's gotten there in a hurry. I don't know if people... This is not a sport, and this is just a total aside, uh, because it's not a sport you're the biggest fan of. What's you're that? not a big fan of soccer, right? No, no, no. I have no clue about it. Brendan, are you seeing... Uh, he's not listening to me either. He's having a con- <laughs> he's, he's just chilling out. He's got a coffee going there. He doesn't even. He's got no idea that we're talking about him right now. <laughs> Uh, Lionel Messi. Do you know who Lionel Messi is? Uh, I am aware of who that is. You know he turned down like yeah. a, a billion and a half dollars to go play in Saudi Arabia. And he, is he going to Miami? Miami. Is that yes. what it is? Okay, say so there, there's that might be the sum. So Cactus of, Jack has just texted oh. us. Inter Milan now has more Instagram followers than any NHL, Major League Baseball, NFL, or MLS team at 5.8 million and counting inter uh inter, sorry inter milan inter miami's uh instagram account has more followers than any team in the NFL major league baseball the NHL wow so they just yeah. they got there in a hurry that is that didn't take long that didn't take long nope so he goes and now i think david beckham's part of this team in miami like playing or ownership no no he's he's, he's <laughs> is long. he done he, he's been done for oh a while. okay some would say he's been done ever since he got kicked out of the game against Argentina back in 1998, but that's a whole other story. I saw that one at Coach's Corner in Prince George. Oh, right on. Oh. You had a few pops there, did you, over the years? Uh, I, I, I don't recall, uh, uh, but I've been to Prince George many I, times. I, I had a hell of a night at Sergeant O'Flaherty's in Prince George. Yeah, too. that's that was, a good that's spot. That's a real good sure. one. Yeah. All I'm going to say is the guy hit me in the wrong part of the head. <laughs> <laughs> Your hand's got to be tougher than that there, fella. All right, it's 1243. We're going to have some more fun when we come back in orders now. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is uh, 1245 at Edmonton. Bob Stauffer along with Cam Moon is joining us here in Oilers now. So uh, I guess we caught Brendan Escott a little off guard there for about 15 seconds. Is you that a long... Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Don't was... tell Andrew. <laughs> uh, you were in a longer conversation than that. Randy Kilburn's over there. Yes. Randy, you're just giving, you're explaining what happened to your beloved Boston Bruins or what? Oh, come on. <laughs> Can you can you guys not leave this alone? I've moved on. 135 <laughs> points. Now, so 
So here's the thing, Randy, 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 Randy. <laughs> we're, we're talking about seeing Vegas in the final. Yeah. And there was some numbers run today saying they're lucky in terms of puck luck, a thing called PDO. They've had the best puck luck of any team in the playoffs in like the last 25 years in the NHL. I'm not surprised. So, so you know, that's Vegas. So if you're an Oilers fan and you look at this and you're up to nothing against Florida, do you, you look at it like what it could have, should have, had a chance, we're right there, it's probably a positive. What are they doing? Like, what are they? What are, what are they doing? Boston after the year they had, they're not sure they're going to have Bergeron and Krejci back. Um, they had an incredible season. They had them down three-one. Like, well, you tell me. Like, what do you, what, do you, what do you think guys in Boston are thinking right now, Randy? Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Simple as that. Yeah. I mean, I really honestly, Shea Ganim and I, as you know, Ganim's and also he's also a huge Bruins. How fan. can we have two in one studio? That's what I want to know on a regular. Well, what are the chances? But he and I have talked about this and dissected it well to death over the last couple of months, and we don't know we're not sure exactly what happened we're not sure what's going to happen in the future in that, in yeah. that city with that club who do you have a who do, who do you think's got a better chance to win Edmonton or Boston next year oh the Oilers for sure the Oilers for sure oh, yeah. yeah all right uh and do you want to share what you were talking to Brendan about that had Brendan laughing over there for about three minutes straight so he couldn't get his attention <laughs> we were trading war stories about uh old Chad. <laughs> Just the nature of the business, really. Oh. We were talking about guys that I worked with in the yeah. past that you know well, too. Guys like the late Wes Montgomery, yes. uh, Bob Layton, uh, C.R. Nichols, who was the afternoon news anchor here for years right. when it was a music station. So I was just telling him all about those multi-talented individuals. Uh, Brendan, you can thank Wes Montgomery for me being in this chair because he was the guy that told me to yeah. just, he goes, believe in yourself. Uh, you got the passion, keep it going. He he was, a, Randy, he was a funny, he's the best MC this city's ever had. And never had anything prepared. Did you, you know, when he MC'd something, he didn't prepare at all. He went and just did it. Him, he and Normie Kwong were two of the funniest guys ever that MC'd banquets. And I was lucky enough to curl with Wes for about four years. And yeah. I learned how to live when I curled with well, one. You know what I mean. So at uh, one time, he had like a 50 share in Edmonton. That's like, right when he was that's here. The, that's not here. an exaggeration. Had, no, Bob, you're absolutely right. He had a 50 share. He, he had half the people in Edmonton listening to him in the morning. That's true. So And, and then he would tell like the guys that he was out with that night, like, like Brendan, you got to understand, he was old school. Like he went all night and then rolled in at 5 in the morning and then he would sleep from like 11 till, you know, like 2, 3 o'clock and then he'd get right back after like, in one of the same studios that Halsey used to nap in? No. <laughs> no. no it, was, it was when we were downtown. We were in the basement in a building then. But you're being kind, Bobby. You're being kind about when he used to roll in here. He would get in. He was supposed to be on the air at 5.30 every morning. Right. There were most mornings, because Bob Layton and I were working with him in the morning then. Most mornings, he would wait, he'd roll in at 6, 6.15, 6.30. And then he'd rat the guys out that he was out with the night of before, course. which I thoroughly admired. I was, <laughs> it was all their fault, not uh, his. I just I just remember, uh, you know, I used to bartend at most sports parlor in the 90s, mid-90s. And, I, you know, he knew what I, we used to do stump. Stump the stuff trivia, right? And he's like, "Yeah, you great, you know." Yeah. I, you know, he knew I did the Golden Bears and stuff. He's like, "Oh, it's gonna happen." So I got the show on the other station in oh uh, three oh four, and uh, West, God rest his soul, um, was at the wood on Sunday for the kickoff of the. This is when, like, you you, you didn't. 
how do we how do we politely say this? He didn't go online to make a wager on an NFL game. There were certain places that you could go to in town. Yep. Now they had ProLine yep. and Sports Select at, at most sports wireless as well. Sure. And so I, I go in there and and like. There's about 40 guys, and they had a lot. They, the, the, the wood was big at most, so there was like 35 or 40 seats there. And every fourth or fifth guy was like, "Hey, Stoffer, I heard your show. Like, not bad, you know. I used to think you're a jerk, but you're actually okay on the air." And Wes is watching it all, and he's just howling. And I'm like, Wes. These guys all grew up listening to you, man. They all know who you are because I told you it was going to happen for you and all this kind of stuff. So he was a he was a funny dude. He burned me so bad though one time, like just the and uh, <laughs> because we, uh, John Sexsmith and me were going to do Golden Bears football play by play in 1999, and uh, so they go to introduce us and John Sexsmith and he just started a global TV, okay. And freelance broadcaster Bob Stoffer and uh, Wes, there's like 150 people there. And Wes goes, you know what freelance means? He's not good enough to have a full-time job. Like, he just burned me, right? And that's that's what I do. I kind of made it when he was making fun of me. So he was he was an incredibly talented broadcaster, Randy. Oh, he was one of the best I've ever, ever heard, and certainly one of the best that I ever got to work with. As I said, there were guys like him and Layton. And, I mean, that whole lineup when, when Shed was a music station was pretty darn good, as you'll Recall yeah. there was another guy in the afternoon who actually got the license for kissing in Bob McCord. Yeah, he did okay. Him and Wayne Overland. Yeah, not bad at all. The Gene the, Joint. The Gene those joint. guys did pretty well. And you know what? I gotta. I, I hate to cut this off because I could do this the rest of the afternoon. Do you want, do you want to just take over here? <laughs> no, summer. No, it's your show. Oh, it's no, you no, and Mooner. No, 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 it's our show. That's it's true. Our, that's and right. and Escott, I have uh, a newscast. Yeah, well, go ahead to go. Hey, get the hell out of the studio. Okay, bye bye. Thanks, Randy. Later. Uh, by the way, the I'm told by guys that are in this industry that the Boston Bruins are like the third best-selling team in in, uh, in Edmonton. So they, they they have a huge fan base. You have a lot of guys that sort of grew up, you know, in the at the height of the the big bad Bruins in the yeah. late uh, '60s, early '70s with Phil Esposito and Bobby Orr and Wayne Cashman and uh, you know uh, Ken Hodge and Fred Stanfield. I was never a big Derek Sanderson guy, especially since my dad told me yeah. what he did to Bob Falkenberger. I was like, screw him. He's a jerk. He would have been suspended for life, life. To, if he did if he did that today. All right. So uh, did you ever have a brush with greatness with Wes Montgomery at all? 91, 92. Uh, Nate uh, Athletics Banquet. He emceed it. And it was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, everybody got drilled. Like, yeah. he was... He was uh, ripping on everybody. It was unbelievable. It was amazing. No, it was polite. It wasn't done in a super, <laughs> no, you know, like it, it didn't have the same bite as, do you remember those Comedy Central roasts that yeah. came out a number of years yes. ago? Again, people will remember the Dean Martin celebrity roast, and Don Rickles would absolutely crush everybody on there. Actually, I remember, do you remember the Reagan inaugura inauguration where uh, Don Rickles made fun of Gary Coleman? Oh, my God. You Don Rickles was, was it? Was it? Was it Gary Coleman or was it the other? I, don't know. Uh, I, I saw the outtake where they were they were filming Casino and Rickles tied into Robert De Niro and he had De Niro laughing. Like he had everybody yeah, laughing. Oh yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah. He and that guy was unreal. And we've talked about the comedy sent for me. Greg Giraldo was the funniest of the yeah. guys. I mean, he was just incredible. The way you could. How, how about when you got into with Dennis Leary? 
on uh, Tough Guys with, with Colin Quinn the one time. I did. I did Dennis Leary go. Dennis Leary goes to him. He goes, "You're the type of guy that sits there and uh, prepares by writing jokes for this thing." <laughs> and, and and Craig Giraldo, who is Harvard educated, yeah, uh, goes, "Well, that that kind of is the premise when you're a comedian is you write jokes, right?" And of course, Denny Dennis Leary pretty much appropriated. Bill Hicks' entire shtick, the late Bill Hicks. Uh, so uh, we bumped into Bill Burr in Vegas, which was an awesome moment. Bill Bill Hicks, for some of you old schoolers would remember, was... Well, he said stuff that nobody said back in the mid-1980s. That's all yeah. I'm going to say to you. He went down a path. Now you, now you can't really say... You can't, you know, when it, we've gone off the tracks a bit here, but <laughs> quite Wes, a bit. Wes yeah. did it in a polite way. Rickles kind of pushed the envelope. Hicks just took it to the nth degree. There's yeah. no question about that. All right, circling back. Uh, so I think, you know, I think if you're Edmonton, I think Randy makes a good point. Boston had a 135 point season. Yeah. They're not sure their team can get better. I think the Oilers can get better next year. Yeah, Do I you? Think, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think it starts in goal. I think the, the goaltending with it. Stuart Skinner, a year older, a year better, gets his rookie season under his belt, gets his uh, you know rookie time in the playoffs under his belt, is going to be that much better. And I think Jack Campbell is poised to have a bounce back season. He's just it it can't go the same way again. It just I just don't I think the odds are highly against it, uh, given his track record prior to last season. Yeah. Uh, Ty has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, that was a great 10 to 15 minutes with Randy Kilburn. Well, there you go. He's, you got a fan. Uh, Bob, you said it. I think this is what you said. Last year we lost to the Avs. This year we lost to the Oilers. My take is, in other words, we've not lost the consecutive cup champs. Disappointing and maddening. I thought we'd be better come crunch time. Well, at the end of the day, it's entirely possible the Oilers will have lost two straight years to the eventual Stanley Cup champions. I think you feel... <laughs> I, I don't know if you feel better or worse. <laughs> like I was going to say, I think you feel better because you're closer mm, yeah. against... Yes. against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, but I don't, I don't know, man. I, by the way, that was a hell of a hit by Jack. Uh, on, on, by on Matthew Michael? Like, wow. He got all of them. All of them, like right in the sternum. Like, yeah. that was some hit. Like, that, um, that looked like a car accident. Seriously, yeah. like, that was... Bang, and then the look on his face of, of distress. Yeah, the, I thought he, I thought he was hurt. So did I. I just had the wind knocked out of him, yeah. and, and there's a little bit of panic that sets in. But but given the surgery he ooh, had, yeah, well that too, uh, yeah. Do you know Steve McIntyre hit Chris Letang in Pittsburgh? Letang had finished a pass, and McIntyre decided to finish Letang. This was after McIntyre had his orbital bone crushed in a fight with Eric Goddard earlier in the game. And went yeah. back and played. He, he lost the fight. Goddard never would fight him again because McIntyre always did way better in his second fight. Uh, but I remember Big Mac getting all of Latang, and then the like Latang literally flew seven to ten feet in the air, like like he was airborne for a while. Yeah. You know? Potvin got Guy Lafleur once uh, on a on a hip check, and he tried to jump over top of him, and Potvin, you know, twirly birded him in the air. And Potvin could do that to you because he was a heck of a player. He knew he was a heck of a player, but he was a heck of a player. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put you on the spot when oh, we come back. Okay. You, you might not like the topic. Uh oh. So what do you think we're going to talk about? Not soccer, is it? No, we're okay, not going to talk soccer. We're going to talk uh, a little bit more about the Oilers, what they might okay. do, and we're also going to talk about. 
is the WHL ever going to win the Memorial Cup again? We'll talk about that okay, as well after a global news, weather, traffic update with Randy Kilburn.